0: Hi there, and welcome back to the Energy Sector Heroes podcast. My name is Michelle Fraser, and every week I will speak with incredible people who share their lessons, experiences and stories from their time spent in the energy sector. Hi there, and welcome back again to this week's episode. If you're new to the show, then please take a second to subscribe and even consider sharing the show with just one other person. This week, I am joined by Jakob Johansson. Jakob is an incredible head of management and energy trading. Jakob, that sounds really interesting, actually. Jak- Jakob, would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: Yes, I can do that. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I've been looking into who you've had on the show previously. and happy to see that uh, those are quite... Uh, interesting people. Let me just start out by saying I don't feel like a hero. I feel like someone that by coincidence came into the energy industry and found out that that was the most interesting energy you can find around. And then uh, I've had a blast for 18 years since. And now, true, I I head up uh, what we call asset management operations and energy trade in European Energy, which is a Danish-based, Copenhagen-based project developer, uh, we build the projects and we operate the assets and sell the energy at the end. And I'm responsible for the part where we operate and manage solar and wind farms, primarily in northern Europe, and we sell the energy that we produce there. So that's my current that's my current assignment, which I've been in since first of March uh, 2023. So first of March this year.
0: Okay, excellent. So how did you get started off in the energy sector then? Uh,
1: I'm, uh, if I go back far enough, I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, Don't uh, expect me to be able to review any drawing or make a calculation anymore, but I'm actually a mechanical engineer by trade. And a bit by coincidence, I ended up in uh, offshore oil and gas drilling in uh, the company uh, that was at that point in time known as Maersk Drilling today merged with noble drilling and, and now operates under the Dame noble drilling out of Houston, Texas. I ended up there by coincidence in 2004, because if you're a mechanical engineer, that there are not many things in the world that are cooler and more interesting than offshore drilling rigs. And that's, uh, that, that was what pulled me in mechanically. They are really interesting. So I, that's, that's how I, I ended up in energy. And then, uh, From then on, I've done a lot of stuff uh, in this uh, industry for, for the past 18 years now.
0: Okay, so was a conscious decision to go into drilling then?
1: No, it wasn't a conscious decision to go into drilling. For me, it was two things. It was a conscious decision to go into something that operated heavy machinery that I thought was really, really cool. That was one thing. And then being a Dane there was a rather huge pull for me as well uh, entering into the global uh, MERSC organization i have to admit so it was a, it was a combination of the two
0: okay you currently work as a head of asset management and energy trading mm. that is a, for me that is would be a really interesting and exciting role how is that different to what you were doing previously
1: yeah but it's not that different to what i was doing during periods at my tenure in MERS drilling, I have also been heavily involved in asset management, both on the technical side and on the commercial side in my time in MERS drilling. Uh, so so you can say from, from, from that perspective, it doesn't differ a lot. Uh, where it does differ is that uh, there is a very large technology difference coming from oil and gas drilling and into renewable uh, power on uh, land-based wind and solar. Uh, so you can say the, the the mechanics of the industry is different. It's a different type of company. It's a different type of, uh, to a certain extent, a different type of people here as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's the same industry, but quite different. Okay. But, uh, but I must admit, I made a conscious decision when, when leaving uh, Maersk Drilling that I wanted to stay in energy, but I would really like to move to the renewable side of energy now.
0: Okay. So what made you change to the renewables? And was it easy to change?
1: You know, I've been here half a year, so I don't know yet whether it was easy to change because I'm right in the middle of it. But I can tell you what, first of all, what wanted, what made me want to stay in energy is that I simply cannot come up with with a cooler industry to be in, to be honest. It is truly global. It is something that every one of us can relate to. It is highly political as well. And uh, then moving into the renewable side, well there's also just a natural or to me at least there was a natural pull towards wanting to play my part in in solving the most imminent task that we have at hand right now which is uh, which is trying to decarbonize the world and that was uh, that was why i wanted to stay in energy but also uh, now that i was in a situation where i was I, I was about to make a change i wanted to move on to the renewable side because i'm I've spent many years in oil and gas, and I wanted to try something else within uh, within energy. Uh, not uh, running away from oil and gas, to be honest. Uh, I still think that is hugely interesting and hugely needed in the world for many years to come. Also with the decarbonization efforts going on there, but I had a I had a pull towards the uh, the renewable side now, after having spent 18 years in oil and gas.
0: Okay, so your move has been recently into the. Into the renewables energy sector, do you find it interesting? Is it a lot different to than what you expected it to be?
1: I find it hugely interesting because it is uh, it is different from oil and gas. You know, it's 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 uh, it's less capital intensive to develop, and thereby it's also a bit quicker. It's a big faster decisions. Which I like, and it just has a different vibe to it because it is uh, one of the one of the most, as I said before, imminent and uh, and obvious issues that we're trying to solve right now. Right? So there's there's a huge political focus on it as well. People really want to work for this type of company, you know. So coming from oil and gas, to be honest, it's it's a pleasure to be in something that grows, something that has a positive vibe, where oil and gas. Let's face it. I still believe the, that there is a future for oil and gas for many years to come, but it just does not have the same positive vibe anymore. It's not necessarily, uh, at least over a full cycle, it's it's not really seeing any growth anymore, and the vibe around it it is just difficult to to keep attracting people to that uh, to that part of the industry. So it's so from from that perspective, it is very interesting and inspiring for me to be on the renewable side now.
0: Okay, do you find being on the renewable side easier to work in then? Because you were saying that the obviously the the decision making is quite is good is more fast paced. I don't know if it's easier. It's
1: different. I, I'm I'm never going to turn my back on 18 years in oil and gas. I had a blast. I thought it was you know I everyone has a Monday morning once in a while, right? They're going to work, mm-hmm. but I really really enjoyed those 18 years in MERS drilling and in oil and gas and and I, I I wouldn't say renewables is easier because I didn't find I, I didn't find it particularly difficult on the on the oil and gas side uh, I, I thought it was a blast I had fun I tried uh, a lot I developed a lot and 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 grew a foundation uh, on which I could then move into the renewable side. what I will say is that I actually see a huge benefit in coming from oil and gas and moving into renewables because oil and gas is a significantly older and more settled industry from which the renewables industry can still learn a lot i would claim
0: okay so what could do you think that the renewable energy can learn from the oil industry then
1: there's a lot of structures uh, there's a lot of structures in the oil industry that you need to adhere to that that just don't exist on the renewable side it's it's just a more immature and newer business and more fast paced and uh, it is probably it's probably where I would think oil and gas were i don't know 25 30 years ago right i'm not saying that that it's not uh, modern and so on because it is for sure but there's part of the structure and the decision making and the legislation around oil and gas that I personally believe we we could benefit from on the renewable side. Still, there's part there's, there's part about uh, there's parts about health and safety. There's parts about integrity and so on. That that I believe that the renewables can still
0: learn from. Okay, sounds good. So, did you have any role models during your career, and why did you find them inspirational?
1: Yeah, I've had many role models. I've had many role models. I've had people that I thought were in, were 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 great for me because they 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 took me in as a young and curious engineer, and they 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 helped me develop. They they created a, a safe space for me to uh, to jump into the deep end of the pool and 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 still help me. Right, and 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 I and I'm I'm gonna be uh, you know forever grateful for for those chances and those. Uh, challenges I got through that part of my career later on uh, moving into the more strategic side I have had the leaders that that basically taught me what it what it means to be strategic and visionary right people that that constantly think about okay what's going on today that's where we are today but we need to move we need to innovate we need to find the next big thing in order to to uh, to keep on our toes and move forward so so hugely huge role models in, in, in that space as well so yes I've had uh, I've had several role models I, I I have to admit
0: okay so what was the most important thing that they taught you then your role models?
1: I think that's probably more on the personal side. I would say that the, that the biggest role models, what they taught me is let's do the right thing to do. What's the right thing to do? Let's always ask that question. What's the right thing to do? And sometimes the right thing to do is not directly the same as what would be the best thing to do from a from a business perspective, or you can say from a financial perspective, at least because I would claim it is from a business perspective. So I I, I was so... Lucky that I grew up in an organization uh, that had more than a hundred years uh, of history and was founded on very very solid values and uh, and and I think that's uh, that's what they taught me uh, that that I have taken with me the most that is that there's uh, there's financial decisions there's business decisions to be made but at the end of the day we do it based on a set of values because. Uh, uh, it is still uh, it is still uh, transactions and uh, relations between humans that uh, makes the world go round.
0: I think so too actually. I think doing the right thing is important but it's yeah it is important actually and it might not often relate to financially yeah the two- in
1: the long in the long run I believe it will relate to the financial best results but uh, short term there can be uh, there can be a challenge there.
0: I think so too, actually. So what is the most challenging thing about your current role?
1: Where well, I sit now, The most challenging thing is I uh, spent 18 years in a company and in an industry, which means that after 18 years, you know every single corner of the company, right? And you know the, who to talk to and, and you know which uh, suppliers are there, you know your clients, you, you, <laughs> you feel at home, right? And then suddenly in an industry and in a new company, where you don't have that base of relationships and, and, and knowledge. So I'm used to being the one that knew what was going on. And now I enter into a leadership position and I'm no longer the one that knows what's going on. I'm, uh, I'm the one that that needs to find out and then uh, and then set the direction uh, together with others, right? And that's, uh, that's probably the most difficult part that is accepting that I'm no longer the one of those that know <laughs> every corner of what's going on. But I also think it's a huge learning opportunity. It's extremely interesting, and I've always liked the challenge, and and I like this one as well.
0: Okay, but then I think you, that could be said for anybody working starting a new job that you might you might not know everybody who's going to give you the the answers, but it's just just takes time, I think, to find all that out.
1: Yeah, it does, and and I'm. Uh, I like to be liked. <laughs> I like to be respected for what I do. I'm normally always prepared. Uh, I like to I, I like to be seen as someone that that takes his job serious and 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 does the right thing, right? And and uh, and when you suddenly don't have that really solid foundation to stand on, uh, then then you you just need to apply yourself differently, which I think is also you know it's interesting. It's probably also healthy once in a while to be shaken a bit from that base, right? So so. I'm not complaining. I'm taking it on, and I think it's interesting. But it is probably the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now.
0: Okay, so how how do you mean? You just have to apply yourself differently, how differently would you need to apply yourself?
1: Hmm. I don't know if I uh, maybe it's wrong to say I have to, uh, but I've I've uh, I've taken on the chance here to to apply myself differently, right? Because if you're 18 years in an organization in the same industry in the same organization, you you you're also you tend to play the same role right you know you people people maybe box you in a bit and you probably also accept to be boxed in a bit that you're, you're that guy that does this and that right whereas here entering into a, a leadership position in another company you it suddenly gave me a chance to reflect on who do I want to be who am I as a leader who am I as a colleague and and how do I then want to apply myself uh, based on the, all the great learning I've had from my past? But now I actually have a chance to start on a clean slate and 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 be someone and not be someone else. That's wrong. But but at least apply myself differently and uh, and and apply the version of myself that I really aspire to be. Right. I think that's uh, that that's a, that's the difference.
0: Okay, it sounds sounds amazing actually. So. Have you ever had any career disasters? Career disasters? Yeah. You know, I
1: genuinely believe that uh, human beings are so brilliantly uh, engineered (laughs) that whatever you do... Give it a couple of years or five, and then you will uh, manage to persuade yourself that it happened for a good reason, right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm not the type of person that looks back and, uh, and has uh, grievances of uh, stuff that happened or stuff that I've done. So I, 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 I simply don't want to admit that I've had career disasters. Uh, I've had challenging periods. Yes, of course I have. I've had periods where uh, I don't necessarily think it was fun to go to work every single day. But I also I also do believe that when you then have those periods, call it career disasters, call it challenging periods, call it whatever, then the the only thing to do is to 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 work through it and then actively either try to solve it or or move on from it. Right? If you if you're placed the wrong place, then 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 try to perform there and then find your next position or whatever. I, I'm, I, I don't want to call it disasters. I want to call it learning, and it sounds—it probably sounds a bit. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might sound a bit, uh, a bit too. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it might buy it might sound a bit weird, but uh, but I genuinely believe that you're, if you're stuck in a hard place, then work your work yourself out of it, and actively try to find something else or find a solution. Uh, then, then it will end up being a good experience that you can bring along so that you don't end up in the same situation once again okay well, I, I don't want to look back and see that i have say that i've had disasters i've had challenging periods yes of course during 18 years uh, everyone has had challenging periods else they lie <laughs> if they say they don't then they lie
0: i think i do agree with you there actually so do you think that you can turn around a really different difficult and challenging uh, situation to come out and top for your winning
1: because it can yeah, be difficult yes, It can be difficult but that you know that goes both for a professional and personal life right
0: i don't know i think maybe
1: i'm 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 probably a bit too optimistic once in a while but you know even in the darkest periods you have to find your way out i uh, let me put it in another way even in the darkest periods and the most challenging periods i'm not gonna throw the towel and say okay uh, i give up i'll just go and find something else I, uh, that's not my nature i'll find a way out not uh, not on my own but together with someone else i i i genuinely i always believe that there's a way out and uh, i always team up uh, with the people that i believe are the right ones to uh, to to then get out of that situation and that's probably the one thing that i miss most from being a in the same company for so many years, that's uh, that's the personal relations that you obviously also build with close colleagues during a tenure like that.
0: Okay, but then how do you know which colleagues are going to be able to help you get out of a really difficult situation? Because that would be hard. In a new setting now, you mean? Yeah, well, in a new setting or even just in your previous setting.
1: Hmm, that's by getting to know people. I'm uh, I, I believe very much in personal relations, right? Uh, on the professional side, I, uh, I don't feel that I've ever been let down by people that I, I needed or they needed me. I don't, I don't see myself as ever having been let down. If you, if you genuinely believe in the best in people and you genuinely try to help people yourself, you know what? Then they will also help you when you're, uh, when you're in need of it. So I, I, I don't know how I find out. I think people find out amongst each other that's called relationships and that's called conversation and being around each other. I don't see it as a difficult thing. It happens. Okay. I genuinely believe that everyone goes to work to do their best and to help each other.
0: I think so too, actually.
1: And if people don't, uh, if, if, if I, for some reason, they look at someone else somewhere else in the company and say, why the, why the hell is uh, that person acting like that? Well, that's because they have uh, different goals, different KPIs, uh, different context, different view. It's not because they're bad people. It's because they, they have a different uh, role to play than I do. Everyone goes through the turnstile in the morning uh, with the uh, objective of doing a good job.
0: I think so too, actually. So do you think that there is people I, that you can work with that are that have a different agenda than everybody else? And how do you know who they are to stay away from them? I don't want to stay away from them. If they genuinely have
1: a business agenda that is different than mine, then I'll want to find out why it's different. And then we'll, we'll find a way. Obviously during 18 years, you also come across people that have completely different agendas. And that's then when you're back to doing the right thing. And if I believe that the person in their context or in their setting is not doing the right thing, well, then I distance myself from them. And then, you know, at least time has shown for me that they're probably not part of the company for too long anyway That's right? a complete, to, to me that's a completely different thing but 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 uh, but if but if people have a different agenda but it comes from a sound business rationale and wanting to do the right thing, then uh, you have to work with them and find a middle ground or, or find a way forward for both of you.
0: I agree actually. I do agree with that. And very wise words as well. So there is a lot of engineers graduating quite every year. And a lot of them do want to go into the renewables. So if you were going to hire someone, what would you look for?
1: You know, any job comes with a set of requirements for what you're capable of doing. You need a carpenter if you need a carpenter or you need an electrician. Uh, for uh, for for electricians' work, right? So, so obviously, there's the basic capabilities that you need. If you need a mechanical engineer, you need a mechanical engineer. Um, but that part can be screened by anyone, right? You know, you, you can look at credentials, you can pull references, you can look at exams, you know, and then find out, okay, does this person know what they're talking about uh, or don't they? So, so that part I actually seen, see as a bit of a hygiene factor. There's plenty of people out there that can do the jobs. What I hire for and what I look for when I look for, uh, for new employees, new colleagues, it's all about attitude, to be honest. Because the technical capabilities have already been screened. We can screen them. Everyone can do that. It's all about attitude. Do I see the right attitude? Do I see someone that really has a fire in their belly and wants to make a difference uh, do i see someone that is genuinely a good person that wants to do a right thing that's aligned with company values and so on that's what i look for because at the end of the day that's what's going to make them a success or not inside the company uh, i genuinely believe that the person with the absolute best technical capabilities is not necessarily the one that will do the best job it's 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 a it's a combination of uh, of being able obviously to to fulfill the technical capabilities but then it's a it's a matter of attitude and values and i think that that's the part that i uh, put the most emphasis on i have to admit
0: okay so what kind of values do you actually look for then
1: now, well i think i'm back to what i said in the beginning and about role models it's about doing the right thing it's about treating your colleagues with respect it's about genuinely being interested who you're working with it's about genuinely being interested in solving the uh, the uh, the clients' uh, issues in the business that you're in, it's about uh, it's about uh, being a, being a good uh, being a good colleague uh, at work, being interested in helping colleagues, uh, being willing to ask for help, and then I think uh, one of the things that 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 I always mention and that I really look for is that regardless of you're a newly graduate 25-year-old or you're 60 years old coming at the end of your career, uh, what I always look for, that is if people are still curious. People have to be curious. That's what drives us forward. That's what drives everything. That's curiosity, if you ask me. You're good at what you do, but you're also constantly curious at how can we do this better? How do they do it over there? Can we learn something from them? This that I have now learned here, uh, how can i apply that somewhere else or or tell someone else about it so that they avoid the same thing i think curiosity is uh, is one of the the the, the biggest uh, or the most important traits that i look for
0: okay That's good qualities to have actually is there anything else that you really want to achieve in your career then
1: that's a good question um I had a blast for 18 years and uh, and uh, had a lot of uh, a lot of great colleagues in oil and gas and now I probably I want to do the same in renewables. I want to make a difference uh, from from the platform that I have. I want to make a difference to the people that I work around uh, as well as I learn and have learned a lot from people around me. I don't have uh, any big uh, any big uh, goals that I want to achieve on my own. I'm a I'm a very much a a team player. I like working with and around people and I like to learn from people and I like to uh, to offer the learnings that I have uh, that I have experienced uh, during my career. So 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 I probably what I want to achieve is that the day that I retire there will there will hopefully be people out there that uh, that uh, that look at me and say well we we uh, there was actually a person that genuinely did try to do the right thing, and and meant a lot to a lot of people, and also, uh, and also uh, clearly uh, made a mark on on a lot of people in the organizations that he was in. That's that I think is, is the greatest achievement that I can uh, aspire to. That is a legacy of uh, of making a positive mark on on the people that uh, that are in the companies, and then being part of an organization or being known in an organization for being the one that tried to do the right thing
0: okay but then that's going to take time isn't it
1: that takes time that takes time but now I'm also uh, where didn't I mention that that was what I aspired to the day that I left uh, you know the day that I retired I'm not that old yet so there, I still have time to do that
0: I think you do as well actually and I'm sure I still,
1: I still have time to achieve that
0: and I, I bet you do as well actually <laughs> I'm pretty sure you will but doing the right thing, that can be actually hard as well. Actually, I mean that is, it is. It could be.
1: Yeah. But but yeah, whoever said it wouldn't be hard to be part of the energy industry for a career? No one ever said that. No one ever promised that. Of course, it's hard to do the right thing. Once in a while, yes, I've also had uh, tough decisions to make, both as an em- both as an employee and as a leader. Uh, during my tenure here, but uh, even the tough decisions. When you go home after a day where you've had to make some tough decisions and maybe even you know upsetting other people, uh, the best thing that you that you can achieve is that when you look yourself in the mirror when you come home, you 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 genuinely for yourself believe that you did the right thing, both for yourself and for the other person and for the company. That by the way, at the end of the day, it's a it's a commercial business that you're employed in, right? So you have to do the right thing for the company as well. Mm-hmm. Those are the truth things you have to achieve. You have to do the right thing for the company and you have to do the right thing for the people around you. And that's okay. the balance.
0: Yeah, but then that could be really hard though. Have you ever had to make a decision where you maybe couldn't look yourself in a mirror? Because I always think to yourself, if you can live with this decision that you've made, then you've probably made the right decision. Mm. Have I made decision? You- <sighs>
1: Yeah, for sure. I have I have made decisions and I've been put in situations where it was difficult to look myself in the mirror, of course. But then I think there's also an element of, the, of the, uh, the, the time scale that you look at because it might be right here, right now, it's difficult to look yourself in the mirror, but you still know that you're doing the right thing and that will prevail after three months or something like that. But right here, right now, you're maybe not able to tell the full story. You're maybe not able to see the full picture. You're maybe not You know, you may be bound by something that you're not allowed to tell the full story. So isolated, a decision can seem as if you're not doing the right thing. But in the bigger picture, you might be doing the right thing. It's just not visible to all. And that's obviously difficult sometimes. It comes, slightly comes with the role of being a leader that sometimes you need to, uh, you need to, you need to make those decisions and you need to face the fact that maybe not all knows the f- know the full context. And therefore, right now, right here, right now, you look like having not done the right decision, right? But uh, but three months after, when the context uh, unfolds itself and reality unfolds, then, uh, then hopefully people can see it. And that's the point in time where you want to be able to look yourself in the mirror. And by the way, look your colleagues in the
0: eye. Right? Being a leader would be... Would be very difficult to do actually. It would be. Do you think your role gets more challenging the higher the higher up the career ladder you go, or do you think it's just as equally as important, uh, challenging, or maybe even it gets easier? You think so? Hmm. In some cases, yes.
1: Obviously, your, your responsibility grows, right? So what you do has an impact on, on more people. And that obviously comes with, uh, with a feeling of responsibility that makes it more difficult. Of course, it does. Uh, that's, I think that's a human thing. But in many ways, your, your, your decisions and your actions also become easier because you have, you have more talented people and colleagues around you that are there to help you and, and that, can, that, can, that can make things happen. Uh, so so i think actually in it goes both ways responsibility becomes higher uh, impact of decisions probably also becomes bigger but in many ways it also becomes easier because you 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 have the chance of of setting your own team and having a lot of great people around you that that are there to to fight for the same uh, for the same goal so so i actually think in many ways it also becomes easier
0: okay i was going to say that it's probably maybe equally the same because to a young engineer, their problems might be challenging as well, but they could be just slightly slightly diff- different as well.
1: There's It's it's, uh, it's difficult. Uh, there, there's no such uh, thing anymore, I think, as a job that's not difficult. You know, you really you know pay, so. pace is so high, pressure is so high everywhere now. So I think all jobs are difficult. You think so? Yeah. And that's why we hire uh, great minds to solve them. But I don't think there's, there are not many jobs left where you can sit in the corner and just do your thing. You know, everyone is put under pressure constantly. And that's, uh, I think that's the world we live in by now. Everything Did- is so transparent. Uh, everything is so transparent. The uh, pace is so high. So, so, but that's why we educate and develop great people to solve those tasks.
0: Okay. But that could be quite challenging as well, though.
1: To develop people.
0: No, to work under that situation, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> but I have to refer to what I said before no one ever said that it wasn't challenging. It is challenging. If you want to if you want to be part of a successful company, there you know and if you want to be good uh, in in uh, in competition out there and if you're aspiring for the right for for the jobs that you think are interesting and so on, of course it's challenging. It should be. you yeah, think it should be? Yeah, I think it should be because uh, because there has to be something to fight for people have to you you you're at your best when you're kept on your toes and you have something challenging to fight for. No I'm not I'm not saying that as as it has to be every single day and, and wearing out people and so on that's not what I mean. But but I think uh, in general I think you know human beings need a talent to uh, to become better. And that's what we aspire to do.
0: Cuz some people might not like to be challenged. Some people might not like that. Some people might just like to you know plod along yeah but yeah 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 and, and that's fine right so some people they
1: they they, uh, they go to work uh, uh, with with the with with, with uh, fire in their belly and and wanting a challenge every day and some don't but i generally believe that even the ones that you say that just want to plot along they still think it's interesting when 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 things are a bit challenging or when things change a bit and so on i i don't i don't think they're i don't think people just accept status quo for a full career I don't I, I don't I don't believe it do you I think people I think people need a challenge and a change once in a while
0: no I agree actually I do actually agree so what is your zone of genius what are you most excellent at me yeah oh, there must be millions though
1: yeah but I I I, I, uh, I don't know Ask someone else, but uh, <laughs> but I, I think what i'm what I'm what I'm what I'm told is probably also what I'm most passionate. In general, I think what people are best at is in ninety nine percent of the case, what they're also most passionate about. And to me, my passion lies in uh, collaborating with people to to create uh, and achieve some kind of goal. I believe in uh, I believe in uh, collaboration, I believe in personal relations. I believe in developing people and challenging people and being challenged myself, so that we can solve a task and, and reach a goal. And that's probably also, uh, if uh, from what I hear, that's probably also what I'm best at. That is to create a personal relation so that we envision a common goal and then uh, just go for that every Great. single
0: day. I was always say, but it would be hard. It would be very hard to develop a, a really good team around you, though. Why? I think it would be.
1: Hmm. I've had many great teams I've been part of many great teams and I've led many great teams in my career. I don't think it's that hard.
0: you don't think so no no what's your se- what's your secret I, uh, to a great team I think
1: I think uh, I think uh, I'm not saying that it's not hard work of course it's hard work but but I think if you're any team if you can create a common goal that is crystal clear for everyone why we're doing it what their role is in that, and, uh, and then you, uh, you genuinely believe in, uh, in uh, working hard and having fun along the way while we achieve that goal, then uh, I, have, I have seen many great teams. I've had many great teams. I've been part of many great teams in my previous role, but also here. I've taken on a great team here. I'm part of a great team here. And, and we're, uh, we're solving uh, hugely complex tasks every single day. I don't think that's the. I don't think it's it's particularly difficult. I think it's about being a uh, being good to people and uh, and uh, respecting people and uh, and finding out who's good at what and then and uh, uh, then uh, laying that puzzle uh, up against the goal that you have and then at the and then uh, treating people well. Then the then the tasks uh, often they don't solve themselves, but at least they are significantly easier to solve together.
0: That is really good.
1: I, I, I won't allow it to be difficult to be part of a good team. But it's also about what you put your what what you give into the team yourself. You need to give part of yourself as well, right?
0: Do you really think you have to give part of yourself t- to your team, though?
1: Yes, because else you don't create a team. A team is is a team. A team exists when the individuals give a bit more of themselves than than just what they bring to work, right? Their technical skills. That's when a team exists. That's when you want to fight for each other, and you actually do fight for each other, and you help each other, and so on. Right? So of course, you also have to, uh, as a leader or as a participant, you need to invest in that.
0: Okay, I still think it would be hard to to try and do that though, because how yeah. would you invest and in do? How would you invest in that though?
1: Yeah, when things are difficult, if something happens, I will, as a leader, I will step into it myself. I will be part of the team trying to solve it. I'll do what I can to help people solve it. When things are difficult for me, then people help me.
0: Okay. That's really wise words, actually. Ask you one maybe final question. If you can go back in time, what piece of of advice would you give yourself? I think the best piece
1: piece of advice that I've been given, and I also now give to people, that is stop. Don't stop dreaming. That's not what I'm trying to say. Stop thinking about where you want to be next time. Stop thinking about where you want to be in five years. Stop thinking about what your next job should be every day, at least. Think about it. Make a plan. But the best way to reach the next step that you want to be at is to perform where you are today. Right? Always try to do your best where you are. Always try to perform the best where you are, because that is probably also what is going to enable you to get the next job right the performance is the best way of moving on <laughs> and i think that's uh, and, and 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 i i probably early career uh, like many others uh, had uh, had big dreams and had uh, very clear very clear uh, ideas of which jobs i wanted and where i wanted to be uh, and hopefully uh, you can say also in a very short time frame right and there are a lot of uh, enthusiastic and ambitious people out there but at the end of the day what gets you the next job that's your performance in the job you're in right now and then it's about being up to opportunistic right so when the opportunities arrive and take them even though it might not be straight along the line that you want to follow then take the opportunity because at the end of the day that's what's going to bring you forward and by the way you probably really don't know where you want to be in 10 years chances are someone else has taken that job you want but chances are even more that during the 10 years you've become wiser and found out it's actually not there you want to be you want to be somewhere else (laughs) so don't be too fixed on uh, where you want to go Uh, try and try and stay focused on where you are and have fun and perform where you are today then it will bring you the right place I'm quite sure
0: that's amazing actually that's probably the best answer I've ever heard actually (laughs) right (laughs) That's all the questions I have today. I would like to thank Jakob for your time. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I'd like to gently encourage you to leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with another person. You can also follow me on LinkedIn or via my website, www.michellefraserconsultancy.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.